This is Daisenshu EX the Podcast, episode 28 for May 28th, 2006. Why, hello there, fellow Dragon Ball fans. Welcome to Daisenshu EX the Podcast. I am Michael Abri. Perhaps you know me as Vegera. Oh, I mean, Vegito EX. Oh, we'll get to that. Hey, there's Mary sitting to my less than proverbial right. Proverbial means? Uh, I'm going to say we're in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) That was an awful joke, but I laughed, so I guess it's not that bad. Uh, I just wanted to give a vocabulary lesson to our fabulous listeners. (laughs) Because we say this word every week. I, I guess so. And then uh, proverbial minion lackey man, there's Julian over somewhere. And the matter of speaking, yes. Yes. So you were just playing uh, New Super Mario Brothers. I was indeed. And how is that? It is very nice. I've been playing through and I finally got to World 7 and World 4, which are the ones that you have to pull some sneakiness in order to get to. But yes. uh, I think I'm doing pretty well. Holy crap, that's and, far. Yeah. And, and, and. And. I finally beat Owen Don on the hardest difficulty. Oh, jeez. Did you finally? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that hurts the hand. I'll tell you what. The stupid stylus is too small. Oh, Julian and his video game accomplishments. He's becoming quite the gamer now. It's so cute. Well, yes, that's to make up for some other deficits in my life, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to go there. I could go <laughs> so far with that, but I'm going to be a very nice friend and just leave it there. It's self-deprecating humor. What am I supposed to do? Um, self-defecate. I said deprecate. I know what you said. I'm changing it on you. <sighs> oh, oh, we have so much news and there's actually releases to talk about. So I say we uh, just get right on into it. Now, we are actually recording Thursday evening because it is a holiday weekend, and Friday immediately after work, Mary and I are taking a trip down to my parents in Virginia. So that means we can't record tomorrow, which means I can't edit this weekend. So we're recording early and editing late. So if you're in the state of Virginia, you can see us in the state. Uh, Find us. We'll be in in the state. (laughs) It's Thursday, which means... I found a piece of news. Uh, this is something very interesting and bizarre and infuriating at the same time. Back on April 30th, one of our newer members on the forum, the original Billis? I thought it was the original Bills, but I didn't read it close enough. The original Billis is how I'm going to say it. Found a listing on CD Universe and DVD Pacific for something that seemed to be called something like the Complete Vegeta Saga, listed for $50. Now, for about the last month, this just kind of sat there in listings. No real information, no pictures or anything. Well, today we have more information, and I'm a little pissed. Believe it or not, Funimation is re-releasing the Ultimate Uncut Edition DVDs. The entire first season, which they're calling episodes 1 through 39, some of which isn't even out yet as of this recording, they're releasing a 5-DVD box set of the Saiyajin arc. 5 DVDs? Yeah. So does that mean more episodes per disc, obviously? It does. does. So it's a re-release. Yes. I can't believe this. This makes no sense, because what's interesting is uh, Volume 9 just came out last week, I think, with episodes something like around 27. So they're not even at this point yet to re-release them. And this is coming out in, 
what was it? August? September. September. So Sep- it will be out by September. All of them. All the individual. But still. Day. We, th- we think, yeah. But it's definitely unusual, to say the least. Yeah. It's um, like a big fat fuck you to everyone that's been buying the individual releases. Yeah, this is... Unicorn! Re- this is... <laughs> This is really messed up because this isn't even just, you know, a box set later on. This is, we're announcing the box set for the price of like three or four DVDs before they're even done. So I, I guess don't... the lesson learned here is that when they start releasing quote unquote season two, don't we wait, we'll wait to the very end <sighs> when the box set comes out. Now, originally we only had the first DVD of this season. And then we went to that liquidation at Suncoast and bought like six or seven volumes. Right. How much, uh, I'm afraid to ask. How much did you spend on those liquidated DVDs? They were like 14 bucks a piece. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, you still spent more than, you know, right. what this box set's going to be. And I'm still missing two. It sucks. So now I'm like, well, do I just wait and buy it? No, no, no. I'll tell you what you do. You go on eBay, you make a new username, and you sell them all. <laughs> and then you go and buy the box set. Well, now my problem is the, you know, Funimation traditional bitrate isn't all that great to begin with. So... They're going to pump even more episodes on the DVD, and they're not that great to begin with, so they're going to look any worse, they're going to look better, they got to look worse. Unless they're, you know, they magically learned how to encode video and make use hmm. of dual-layer DVDs. Well, yes. even if they do dual-layer, it's still, I don't know. Hmm. This is This is the big news right now. It's like another middle finger coming up to everyone. I know, just when you think we couldn't get screwed over enough, like, it's at the very end of, like, things that could be released... And they still find a way. Now, I haven't been mad at Funimation for quite some time. But, no, you they've, know, they've, they've been good. They've been making relative sense lately. Yeah, this is just... I mean, it makes sense to do box sets. I mean, that's the thing to do. That's what you do when you're done releasing a but series. But in the middle of releasing it? Yeah, this is bizarre. And uh, So, oh, this dear. is coming out. They're saying September 26th. We even have a picture of the box set. I'll link over to this forum thread in the show notes so you can see everything. Five DVDs, episodes 1 through 39, September 26th. Going for about fifty bucks, forty nine ninety nine. You know the people that haven't bought any of the DVDs. You know they they're, they're the they're, ones that benefit from they're this. They're dancing so that's in circles right now. I know yeah. I'm not gonna you know bash it because it's a, a low price. I mean it's good right. for everyone else other than us. Yeah, it's fantastic <laughs> for much. everyone who hasn't purchased them already. Right. But I mean I do have to endorse these because they include the Japanese audio track, subs by Steve, and the uh, Spanish audio track of of all things, which is phenomenal. So. I don't know. If you haven't bought them already, definitely wait for this. Right. For 50 bucks for nearly 40 episodes, there's no reason not to have this. It's not like Viz releasing two Ranma movies (laughs) in a box set for 50 bucks or however much they're charging for two damn movies. (laughs) Oh, Mary, and your I I have Viz issues, and thank God we're going to have more Viz issues later on in this very episode. I look forward to it. Yes. I'd say let's do that one next, but the next bit of news is also DVD related. Okay, so, so by the way, we have a segue. Thank God. Yeah, you're very good at those, whereas I am not. It's all right. We so- could get a segue and ride around on it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Julian, it's one zinger after another. Uh, Julian is our official comedian for this episode. Thank you, thank you. You are welcome. He'll be all signing right. autographs at the end of the show. Of course. On the internet, somehow. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> My handwriting on electronic devices is horrible, but... All right. 
before Julian you know, continues to upstage me with his humor, <laughs> let's talk about the next bit of news. And this is DVD re-releases in Spain, of all things. Now, this was originally found by San Gofe on our forum with a link to something called, I don't know if it's Z on a DVD or Zona DVD. I'm assuming the latter. ZonaDVD.com. And it's something about a re-release of DVZ on DVD in Spain. Now, luckily, we had... Uh, another great forum member of ours, Conan, the SSJ, who donated some prizes. So, uh, got some brownie points going on here. Uh, translated all the stuff from Spanish for us. So here's some interesting things. It appears to be, or at least they're hinting at, remastered video. So did they get prints based on the Dragon Box to release? Hmm. That would be interesting. Yes, What's it would. even cooler about this is this isn't just like an Ultimate Uncut release. This has tons of extras a ridiculous amount of audio tracks. Uh, English is not one of them, and there are no English subtitles. But there's still some really great things on here. Languages included are Japonese, um, Japanese, Castellano, Japonese. Oh, that's right. I'm trying to pronounce Spanish as Japanese. <laughs> you sound like some kind of weird bastardization. I, I took like language. three years of Spanish back in high school, but I can't remember high school. So I guess this doesn't work. Maybe I'll let Julian say them instead. Selecta Vision lanza en DVD a partir del próximo uh, 21 de, jun de junio la serie de animación Dragon Ball Z en ediciones remasterizadas. All right, you don't need to read the whole thing. Scroll down to the languages. Okay. Present <laughs> okay. uh, uh, audio, Dolby, Dolby Digital 2.0, Japanese, Castilian, Catalan, Gallego, and Basque, of all things. So there you go. So if you're... Uh... I guess, Western European Dragon Ball fan? You get cool stuff here. If you're West of the Pyrenees, this is for you. Definitely. Now, I'm seeing the word remaster all over the place, so I have to imagine that they're basing these off of the Dragon Box. But what I like even more than that is the listing of all the extras that are going to be on this. Hmm. Video game openings. I wanted these so, so bad for the uh, the latest Dragon Box. Didn't get them. So I think I'm going to have to purchase this. Included are the openings to the first Budokai game, Sparking, which they call Budokai Tenkaichi, and then Budokai 3. So right there, you've got three awesome video game openings as extras. There's also um, karaoke opening and endings, image gallery, production notes, looks like some character bios, some sketches, tons of cool stuff on this. And mm. what is this, $24.95 for two discs with all this awesome stuff? Well, it does it? Oh, it's well, it's twenty four ninety five in euros, so that's more. Oh, like, okay. It's closer to thirty dollars U.S. I think, but yeah. Well, Conan, why did you write dollars? That's supposed to be euros. Ha <laughs> ha! I rely on bad information sometimes. <laughs> uh, very cool. Sounds like it's better than what we're getting. It'll be interesting to see how far they go with this. If they're going to go all the way with the entire series, this is episodes one through eight, two discs. So that's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm debating, like, do I get the Raditz episodes for the billionth time just for cool extras? Ooh, PAL format, though. Yeah. I don't know. On the other hand, it is a, another Spanish dub in addition to the Mexican one you have on the first Ultimate Uncut Edition disc. That's true. This is not the Mexican dub. It's uh, an actual Spanish, Spain dub. Yeah, in addition to Catalonian, Gallega, and Basque could be interesting. I, I've never actually heard that spoken, but it's not, it's not a... a 
an Indo-European language. Well, I'm so intrigued so, by the languages, I might want to get it. <laughs> Do we have a date on this? Uh, that's the uh, 21st of June, 2006. June 21st. All right, then. So keep your eyes on that. We'll try to keep that over in our releases, both on the site and the podcast, if uh, one of us three can remember. So someone write it down. I'm writing it down in my brain. And We're since you that. actually play Brain Age, you will probably remember this. I'm 21 right now. Oh. Anywho, yes. So do we get into the amusing news? I say hells yes. Oh, Viz, what are you doing? What are you doing? So people are starting to get their Dragon Ball Z graphic novel volume 26, which corresponds to volume 42 in the original Japanese runs, the final issue. And this has the appearance of Vegito, or as Viz has decided to call him, Vegerot. Insert crickets. (laughs) And birds chirping. All right, let's explain the name pun. The name Vegito is a combination of Kakaroto and Vegeta. Now, you take the Veji and the To, it's a hard To sound at the end there. It's and a you get, Right. And you get the Vegito. Now, they don't call Kakaroto Kakaroto. They quite logically. Yes, according they quite to the pun. logically. They quite logically, according to the pun, call him Kakarot or Kakarot or Carrot. So, Vegerot, I mm. guess. Now, all right. I'm going to play the fanboy card here. I'm saying this is a retarded name pun for the sake of changing something just to try and look smart about it. I'm somewhere in the middle, but I'm going to lean more towards the fanboy route, too. I mean, I appreciate the fact that they want to keep, you know, what the pun is, but the character's name is Vegito. It's his name. Keep his name, not the pun intact. And, you know, it's so weird because, especially for a while during the Cell arc, they were really kind of following conventions set forth by Funimation, which they had also started to do with some of their other manga and jump, like, with Shaman King and One Piece, unfortunately. Um, but, I mean, especially with the Boo arc, and I've started to notice, especially in their other manga, too, they've kind of started to go a more natural route uh, with their own translations, but they've been moving away from that, but that's not always a good thing. Especially because, no. I mean, Funimation used Vegito, which is what we're all used to seeing anyway. Yeah, who does not know the character as Vegito at this point? I mean, even dub fans know him as Vegito. I know, because that's his name. It's right. the character's name. You see the guy, and you go, hey, it's Vegito. I don't look at him and say, hey, there's that fun sexy vegerot. Right. You don't look at him and try to analyze the pun. It's not necessary. It doesn't roll off the tongue very nicely. It it sounds grating to say vegerot and it looks stupid to read vegerot. Yes. What is he rotting? He's a <laughs> he's a rotting vegetable. Vegerot. Yeah, it bugs me. Oh, I feel dirty saying it. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess we inserted our opinions into there. I would yeah. call him Vegito. I'm still going to call myself Vegito EX because his name is Vegito. Oh. Oh, so we're not going to have any Vegerot EX? Uh, in the chat last night, I did change my name to Vegerot EX. <laughs> <laughs> or Vegerot. What, I don't even know how they would pronounce it. I assume they want to call I, it. If you, if you want to be, it's probably be something like Vegerot. But yeah. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. See, that's another problem. You don't even know how to pronounce what they just wrote. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> this. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I do have the final Kanzenban right here that I can look at if I want. And I know how to read Vegito's name, so I think I'm good here. And I know Julian has it too. And since I have yep. it, Mary has it. So I guess the three of us are happy because we can look at it and see his real name. 
Yes. Oh, you poor Viz readers. You're getting all sorts of random things thrown at you lately. It's time oh, they well. threw back. <laughs> Throw some rotting vegetables at Viz <laughs> next time you see them at a con. Yes. See how they like it. Oh, dear. Well, the, I mean, the thing is, I mean. Viz addressed all emails to Trunks81. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing my email address tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's it's frustrating. It is. You know, I it's, think it's that's a good word. And you can't really take it out on the editors because usually with things like this, it's decisions handed down from on high that they have nothing, yeah. they have no control over. So, yeah. I mean, the people working on the series are usually pretty into it. They don't. Exactly. You know, they don't like this kind of thing it's either. It's all but. bureaucratic bullshit. And with that, I say, fuck them. Let's move on to our topic. Unicorn! All right, we've been uh, bullshitting a little bit about Viz here. It's time to bullshit about Funimation a little bit. Hey, we're going <laughs> to back to our first news piece. This is weird. Oh, this is yeah. a very, this episode flows with anger. I like it. <laughs> we're not going to be angry with this, though. Maybe because... you're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about Funimation's future plans. Now, we don't know what their future plans are. With this franchise, anyways. Well, I guess we know where they're going, and that's to be a legitimate anime company. They're already there, man. (laughs) They are. I mean, they've got, yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. They've got... mm, It's a little bit... um, Yeah. We we won't go there, and it's not that popular anyway, so... So, for all intents and purposes, Dragon Ball is done. We got this Ultimate Uncut nonsense coming out, and by the word nonsense, yeah, we talked a little bit earlier about nonsense. So we got that. Movie 13, you have to assume it's been dubbed for ages for now, because it's coming out later this year. There's nothing left, right? Right. The well, series well, is over. Yeah. Yes. Well, Dragon Ball's been their biggest cash cow and continues to be. Despite them having great things like Full Metal Alchemist and all the other series, Dragon Ball's been carrying them for, what, over a decade now? What are they going to do with the franchise from here on out if there's nothing left to release? Well, what we're going to do is say what we would like to see them do with the franchise. These could be wild theories or fanboy rants or simply um, just anger, I guess. (laughs) I don't know what these other two are going to pick, so I have no idea what's going to come out of their mouths. And that uh, just repeats itself. So I guess I'm going to turn it over to one of these two to go first. Who would like to go first? Mary. Mary? Oh, geez. It's all on me, man. All right. Okay. Mary. Dragon Ball's done. Yes. Funimation may or may not do something with it. What would you like to see them do with the license in the property? In terms of logistics, I could easily see them re-releasing everything once a new video format comes out. I think that goes without saying, and they'll make more bucks in the process. Going like the Evangelion route, where every... Every couple Every of years couple you get years. this remastered edition that, of course, all the fanboys go out and snatch up, even though it's pretty much the same thing, except maybe the audio in the video is a little better. But anyway. <laughs> I think so, pretty much if they did if they did eventually re-release the whole series on the next big video format, it would be pretty damn sweet if they were actually able to work off of the Dragon Box footage. Right. So that could be new remastered footage. Yeah. So that would be, you know, in terms of... Yeah, what makes sense? That's what I would like to see. And that not that actually, I want to, not that I want to spend the money again on no. buying the whole show. But that would actually make use of whatever the next, you know, big format is going to be. Mm-hmm. You put their current masters on another format, and all you're doing is just giving yourself lots of space to do lots with crap. Pretty much, right? So I, I like that. Eventually, whatever becomes the standard, I'm going to go out on a technical limb and say that neither Blu-ray or HD DVD is going to make it. But whatever the next big thing is, you would like to see Dragon Ball on it, fully remastered, 
Everything. Yes. Hopefully using Dragon Box and yeah. on top of that, even more cleaned up yeah. Dragon yes. Box footage. The question becomes, with HD becoming more, the more or less standard, what becomes a series done for the typical, you know, 4 to 3 ratio of exactly. old TVs? Right. I mean, you can only get it cleaned up so far until you can't really do much more with it. I well, mean, what you do, well, I guess the only it, thing you'd be able yeah. to do with is the movies, go back to the film masters and scan them into like 4,000 lines. Right. But I mean, TV series, you're not going to be able to do that. Right. I mean, also, you, you don't have things on the sides unless you want to crop it. But that, you know, right. it's designed so you can see most of the image. So. Right. As opposed to the movies, the TV series, you were supposed to see all of that at the top and the bottom. Well, there's Mary's answer. That wasn't actually my answer, though. No? That was my technical answer. Okay. Well, I have my fanboy answer. What's your fanboy answer? I want them to put out the Pledia footage subtitled. <laughs> not that it's any good. It's a steaming pile of shit. But still, I mean, it would bring closure to people that might not have actually seen it. They may have heard the rumors. They may have read your guide on your site. Let's just make our own. <laughs> Julian, start translating. Oh, uh, jeez. I already did that one scene for the panel we did last year. But... That's a good start. Keep going. Get in the cage uh... and go translate. <laughs> we'll give you a carrot oh, later man. on. <laughs> Maybe a glass of water. Uh, anyway. Do you have an answer or do you want me to go? I think... That Funimation should sell the rights to DV and DVZ and DVGT <laughs> to four kids, and then they can reversion the series into Dragon Friends, <laughs> where everybody's happy, and 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 they resolve their disputes non-violently by talking things over and having fun and ice cream and happiness. <laughs> okay, no, no, not at all. Uh, I think you know. Give Please it some address time. all emails to JG Jedi. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> where was I? Well, no, I, I think, uh, similar to Mary's answer, they'll probably do some kind of remastered type something or other in the future. Assuming Toei cooperates, I mean, they're the ones that always seem to have the, uh, you know, tight leash on what materials gets, uh, well, material gets distributed and what doesn't. You mean they have a pull um, off their ass? Oh my god, well, you took the words out of my mouth. It's I was very gonna say that. I was going to say that that Toei has a pole stuck up their ass, but you beat me to it. I mean, it's weird because Toei, on the one hand, they seem mostly concerned with making money for themselves, the right. way they just sort of indiscriminately hand out licenses to people like four kids. But, um, <laughs> but at the same time, they also seem to be pretty stingy with the good stuff, like the best quality masters and that yeah. kind of thing. They keep for their own domestic releases like Sailor maybe, Moon. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's a kind of security to keep their Japanese fan base from importing better qualities. Definitely. I don't I have no idea. Yeah. Um and that that seems to me the main, you know, what might prevent Funimation from doing something like that in the future. Yeah. I don't know. What I'd kind of like to see is, you know, Viz paying its penance for everything that it has done to the series um, and, you know, like, re-releasing basically like the Kanzenban version. But done but right, with, beginning to end. Yes, but with a cleaned-up translation and uh, a little bit more thought put into certain things and no censorship. Yeah. I mean, and some of the things that Toriyama did, you can't get away with in a shonen manga now, but, but you still. know, it, it's, it's, it's out there. It's as it is. Yeah. Uh, and so... I mean, if they did something like that, I think it would make a great compliment to that to have, you know, a new version of, you know, a domestic release of the TV shows and the movies, with or without, you know, a cleaned up dub. That so would between be the two of you, but... you want perfect collections of everything. Yes. <laughs> what they're putting out now is not perfect enough for me. I got Damn it. it. Is there anything more to your answer, Julian? Um, I have no idea. I guess that's it. I mean... <laughs> okay. 
what what else is there to say? There's only so much you can do. I mean, I'd love to see things like the Daisenshu, but then again, that's a book, so that's kind of hard to. And I, at this point, I really don't want this to do it. <laughs> well, the the image gallery, at least, they can't go wrong with that, right? Yeah, but we already have that. Well, yes, but not for the masses. I know, but then if the masses have it, I'm not cool anymore. Yeah, well, I have Color Walk one in English and Japanese. That's, that's true. That, that's that's the equivalent. And it's number one as well. All right. I guess I'm going to take the answer. I've been giving this lots of thought. And we actually kind of addressed this at least in one episode of the podcast. And it's with regards to video games and new storylines. I think I would like to see a new video game made with a completely new storyline. Somewhat along the lines of the um, NES or Famicom and Playdia game. Saijin Kikimatsu Poopy Poopy Whoopy. Saijin Zetsumetsu Keikaku. Saijin the plan right. to eradicate the Saijin. Right. So that was a completely original story done well, pretty much for a video game. I want to see something new like that. I think I really do. Because at this point, we've been seeing the same storyline beginning to end in games over and over. And the what-ifs just aren't branching off far enough. So I want to see th- something completely new. What does Funimation have to do with that? Well, Funimation's been, at least with the Budokai series, pumping some money into them. And actually getting them out there and released. Mm. So, you know, even at this point, I think uh, the Japanese market is really accepting the new games. And they're making new ones by themselves anyways. But I wouldn't mind seeing Funimation collaborating with Bandai to make something new. At this point, I think Funimation's handling new things well that I wouldn't have to worry about music and scripts and all that being completely altered. I think if something new was made, they would treat it properly, even as a video game. Let's ignore the sparking music because of, you know, that's from the TV series and all that. But look at the Budokai series. They kept the music on that. The scripts are pretty good from what I can tell. So they treated that good. I want to see something completely, completely new. A new villain... Maybe get Toriyama involved a little bit. If he's going to make a little new Mecha Frieza, let's make a new game. And throw Funimation in the mix. And throw money at it. Because they have tons of it. Mm. It's Pokemon. It's Pokemon. <laughs> we were making yes. a joke about that the other day, I think. Just uh, rolling around in Pokemon. <laughs> yes, we were picturing Gen rolling around in his Pokemon. Oh, man. Fans from a few years ago will hopefully get that reference. Oh, Gen. <laughs> <laughs> So I want a new, I really do. I want a new video game, new storyline. Let's get cooking, folks. Give me something new. New villain. One that doesn't look retarded and is just a rehash of villains from previous things. One that's not a gay pirate like Bojack. Gay pirate. (laughs) I I would say something like, oh, can you give me a Naruto One Piece Dragon Ball crossover? But um, I'm getting one in a couple months as a video game. So I think that satisfies that fanboy desire. So that's it. I want a new game, new storyline. I guess this well, didn't have as much to do with Funimation as it is just fanboy wants. Yeah. Oh, but you know, here. you know, it'd be really cool if Funimation used its influence to get Toei to re like do a new new version of the show with like no filler, just everything. I think a lot of people want that, just an all new, no filler. Just or if there is filler, right something that it. actually furthers the plot that is present in the canon storyline. Yeah. But you know. I wonder, if I you know. were to reanimate the show, how many episodes could you get it down to without it feeling rushed? I'd probably I say... I remember seeing a few forum posts about, like, let's start a, a no-filler project and just try to condense it down. I don't know if anything came of that. Mm-hmm. That would be neat. You'd probably get it to something like Marmalade Boy Link. Probably something 
I forget if it's 70-something or 90-something. Yeah. I think it's 70-something. Well, you can start by just, like, crossing out all the episodes that are completely filler, and that brings you down, like, 30 episodes already. Cut out Carl Jr., there's 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Anoyoichi Budokai, uh, right. and, like, like some of the... In, in the middle of the three years, and Wagoku is up training with Kamisama, yeah. and the inside of where they're fighting like the worms before they get to his head. Well, you know, if you like that, you can just read the manga. So I guess there is a no-filler version. It's called manga. Yes. Yeah, and and that's part of, like, yeah, I mean, maybe it's redundant, maybe not. But it, I feel like it would be less redundant than the Anamanga, which is like... All right, you can bitch about that later in the releases. Okay. <laughs> I think that's it for what we want to see done in the future with the series. So shall we move on to Julian's uh, DBZ ABCs? I guess so. I guess so. Julian, it's time for DBC ABCs. Now you're at the letter E. Indeed. And so this week we're going to be talking about East City. Mostly because I can't find that much else that starts with the letter E. <laughs> we're going down the list. We're like, oh, God, we've already talked about this, and we don't, this is nothing. What can we... East City. That'll do. Yes. East City is one of, like, the four, the little square of cities that you have North City, you have South City, you have West City, you have East City. Uh, West City is the headquarters of Capsule Corp. And East City... East City was kind of blown up. It gets blown Virginia up good. Napa. So, yeah. Oh, no. Is there anything else to say about it other than that it gets destroyed? Mm, I don't really think so. <laughs> I think I remember reading somewhere that Goku, Krillin, and Gohan are hospitalized in the East City Hospital. <laughs> or at least that's what um, Google tells me. <laughs> but I don't know. That, that seems contradictory, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, maybe it was on the, uh, the outskirts of East City. I don't know. That poor city gets destroyed. Whereas West City is uh, home to lots of excitement later on and at least gets to stay standing for a little bit. <laughs> oh, poor yeah. East City. you forgotten. Did they ever Crater. wish anything back? I don't know. You, Wait, did I, they rebuild I, I, East City? Um, well, there is the wish that they make on the Earth Shenlong that says, like, kill every... Or not kill everyone. Bring back... <laughs> kill bring them back, all again! <laughs> bring back everyone killed by Frieza and his henchmen. But the thing is, weren't Vegeta and Nappa already kind of working on their right. own by that point? I mean, it's obvious that they're going after, like, the Dragon Balls. And so, definitely, they Frieza probably would be interested in getting those for himself. So the... Right thing is he's probably well by then they were probably not working for Frieza so probably not gotcha well there's East City poor place we don't know if it ever came back maybe someone else does if you know let us know because uh, we're forgetful old people and now it's time for Mary's List Mary I love I absolutely love the list this week that's right this is the top five Kudidin movie moments Yes, and forgive me for not being able to say Kudidin. I'm just going to call him Krillin That is perfectly this fine. Because it's easier to say. It does roll off the tongue a little easier if you don't say it on a regular basis. Yeah, which I don't. No. You know, he's not part of my everyday vernacular. However, he's part of this everyday list. Yes. And what does that mean? I, I don't know what <laughs> question it is. It's just... Shh. All right. This now, time. this poor guy, it starts in movie one, DBZ movie one anyways. He just gets the shit end of the stick. And it carries on and on from there. Now, your list isn't comprised completely of these moments. No, no. It's, it's got some, but it's got some other great things, no, too. No, but it's a list of the best and funniest, most memorable Krillin moments from the movie, specifically. All right, because well, let's get started, then. He's pretty much that comedy relief. Well, he is. He, yeah, he is. He is. He is. 
<laughs> anyway, number, number five. five. He says this phrase quite a lot, and because he says it a lot, it's nothing. It's nothing too special. But this one I find amusing just because it hurts. It looks funny. It looks funny. It's from movie six, and I think a robot gives him a smackdown, and he says, "Why me?" It's a nice <laughs> elbow to the face there. And he says this a lot every time, like you know, he's trying to do something cool, and then he gets smacked, and he always like, "Why is it always me? me?" Because you're the comedy relief. You're the short bald comedy relief. You're the short bald guy. That's all it takes. That's right. If he had some hair, you know, he's got hair later and he doesn't get all this nonsense. I know. It's like that bald head is nothing but a big, huge target that says, hit me. Um, I think he does that more than in movie six. I think in movie oh, he two does. he does that too. It's yeah. like Dr. Weirdo coming along and everybody's like getting in hits and he just comes along and he gets whacked. Yeah. But the why movie be... two one didn't make the list. I oh. guess that would probably be like number six or something. Yeah. All the other YMEs are all the runner-ups. Okay. Much. <laughs> so, number four? Number four is... It's it's kind of weird, because <laughs> I know when it I first saw this... It's completely weird. It's completely weird, yeah. The first time I saw this movie, I wasn't expecting this, this so... This completely out of left field. Yeah, and it's funny. It's amusing, because it's so unexpected. It is from movie 10, when um they're fighting Broly, and Gohan is stuck in lava, or, or something like that, and yeah. suddenly Piccolo comes in on the scene, and he dives in and swoops Gohan up in his arms and he flies off with him. Oh, how romantic, manly love. However, he lands and we see that it's not really Piccolo. He's a little short to be Piccolo. He's a little short and not as buff and not as green to be Piccolo, but it's Krillin wearing a Piccolo outfit. And I don't know how he managed to get all the accessories. Probably a Piccolo cosplay store. Didn't he just say something like, I always wanted to do that? Yeah. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of twisted bastard like sits at home like, hmm, one day I really want to make one of those cool entrances like, hmm, like this Piccolo. This kicked my ass once and I've been scared of him forever. <laughs> Let's dress up as him. Yes. He has a Piccolo complex now. Oh, man. You want to be like the person who beats you. <laughs> oh, Mary, just go to number three. Okay, number three is actually one of my personal favorites, but I opted not to put this at number one. I will admit to trying to sing along with this myself. It is from movie eight when they're all having a drunken picnic and Krillin is singing. I don't know if he's singing karaoke or if he's just singing for the hell of it, but he's just singing. Well, uh, it's a cherry blossom tradition to karaoke while you're, you know, drinking among the cherry blossoms. So probably karaoke. So what what exactly is he singing there? Is it another one of those I want to get married and have a girlfriend songs? I'm pretty sure it's one of those types. <laughs> mambo, mambo. Cha-cha-cha. Now, no, see, she's good in that song, and in this, she's absolutely ear grating. I think that's the point. I know it is. Krillin's had a bit too much to drink, we assume. It's Probably. funny, though. I like seeing him strike poses and get all into it, and everyone's like, ah! Even Vegeta's like, Krillin! Kami's ah, totally into it. He's cheering him on, though. Well, he's the most wasted, so what the hell does <laughs> he know? Obviously nothing. All right. Number two? Number two is another one of my top favorites, hence it being number two on the list. <laughs> it is from movie nine at the Tenkaichi Budokai when there's these tall moving platforms that kind of slide up and down to make people fall off of them. And Krillin manages to grab the edge while other people go sliding down. Now all these people, they don't want to fall into that water. It might be icy cold. So what do they do? <laughs> or they... they get disqualified. Oh, yeah, that's the important <laughs> thing. Well, being... You're concerned about their health and catching a cold. <laughs> they might get shrinking. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, as these people are falling down, they try grabbing onto his head, his bald head, hoping that there's going to be hair there squeak. to 
No, no. And I think he even says, why me? Or something like that yeah. again. But this is so funny because he's making all these really funny facial expressions as people are grabbing onto his head trying to hang on for dear life. It don't work. It don't work. I want to know who wrote that joke. I thought that was a funny yeah, joke. that was pretty good. Number one? Number one, I'm going for the toilet humor. Literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is quite crude and rude. This is the one that started it. Dang tootin'. Dang tootin'. And by starting it, we mean movie one. And of course, we are referring to Gohan pissing on Krillin's head. That's not tasty. <sighs> That's disgusting. Uh, and you can't blame the kid. He's it's a, a little recurring drunk. joke. He's drunk. What does I he mean, know? Goku is no longer young enough where they can get away with, with that with him, so it's they true. have to have it. Have Gohan do it instead. Yeah. So, yeah, he's the uh, poor toilet in this movie. Krillin will be playing the part of the toilet, getting peed on on the head. On the head. On the head. That's pretty gross. So, because it's so gross, it's number one. I like that. There's your list. Yes, it is. I, I absolutely loved it this week. And we all love Krillin. We all love funny. I like to laugh. Our fans like to laugh. Julian uh, doesn't like to laugh. I don't. Why? <laughs> I've Wait, laugh. I love to laugh. Oh, laughing is fun. I like laughing. <laughs> Make them okay. laugh. Make them laugh. <laughs> what? All right. Oh, Mike doesn't get Before, musical references. No, I, I cannot let Mary out-reference me. So it's time to move on to releases. Now it's the end of May, so there's nothing coming out. There's a lot of stuff in June, but we don't want to talk about all of it. So we'll just hit uh, the first week or so in June. Let's keep everyone on their toes. Get that wallet going. Julian, what comes out on June 2nd? On June 2nd, there is the second volume of the DBZ Anamanga uh, for the Super Saiyajin slash Ginyu Force arc. Uh, contradictorily, this seems to start right after the end of their previous Saiyajin arc. So, you know, I guess it's probably somewhere towards the beginning of Namek, and I have no idea whether they're incorporating filler into this Anamanga oh, or what. Oh god, fake Namek in manga form. Oh. I, I, I kind of hope not, but this whole thing is redundant anyway. Uh, but anyway, if you're really interested in getting it, it's going for 710 yen, which is, I don't know, 650-ish. And you'll be able to get it from Amazon Japan um, when it comes out. Yeah. If you want it. <laughs> if you want it. So that's it for that. June 6th, uh, Mary. All right. June 6th, we see Dragon Ball Z graphic novel 26, as we mentioned Vegirot! before. Yeah, yeah. It's the appearance of our, our favorite new character, <laughs> Vegerot. As we mentioned before, this is the final volume of the manga, which corresponds to volume 42 of the original Tankoban run. It Tanko is bon. Tankoban. Did I say Tankoban again? You said Tankoban. 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 I'm I like the Tinkerbon and the Kenzane Band. Kenzane Band, Nihar. Okay. Yeah! The original oh, graphic dear. novel run. Okay. It runs for $7.95 at most fine bookshops, and you can find it available at Right Stuff, Amazon, uh, websites like that, and actual bookstores. Fancy that. You can go to the bookstore and buy books. I love to do that. I do too. Because then when they see I'm buying manga, they're always like, you want to join our, our special club and you can get a special Borders store card. card. I'm like, just because I buy manga doesn't mean I'm in here every week buying five volumes like every other schmuck out there. You're not getting my money, damn it. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Uh, I don't know. They just Me assume. neither. You know, if you go into a store and you just buy one volume of manga, they always assume you're going to buy lots more. It seems like there's a lot of pent-up aggression there, Mary. Yeah. I just get, get that checked out. I you know. know. I get that. I, I'm pissed because they always ask me that every time I go. She's a little bit crazy now. 
I know, jeez. All right. We're going to let Mary, like, take a nap and work out what we're going to do. I got to go in the timeout corner. Okay, fine. <laughs> Mary's on timeout. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll just do June 7th then, and we'll wrap up releases. On June 7th, the next three volumes of DBZ are coming out in Japan on DVD. These are the individual releases based on the Dragon Box from 2003. Is that right? Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's say 2003. (laughs) These are volumes 22, 23, and 24. They each have, what, six episodes on them? So that'll take you from 127 through 142. So we're in the uh, Jinzo Ningen and into the early Cell arc. They are 3,990 yen each. That runs you about 35 bucks. And as usual, I think Amazon Japan has like a 20% discount on them if you order them there. Whatevs. So uh, we're cruising along there with the R2 releases. Those are R2 indeed, R2 NTSC. So make sure you can play things from Region 2. And no subtitles. No subtitles, but it looks nice. Looks very nice. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it looks so sexy. So that'll take you through the first couple weeks in June. Well, I guess that's just the first week or so into June, yeah. Oh, weeks. You have seven days in you. <laughs> oh, dear. I learned this early on in my education. Yep. So come back next month, which is next week, and we will tell you all about the other great things coming out in June, which include multiple video games and more DVDs. Very interesting. So uh, I think it's time for emails. All right. This one comes from one of our all-time favorites, Mr. (laughs) or Miss. I'm assuming Uh, it's it's a Mr. It's It's a Mr. Sorry, Mr. (laughs) Tanuki Kuribo. This always gets me. I, I always imagine, like, um, like a Goomba dressed up in a Tanuki suit. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, uh, we'll actually get to meet him at the convention, I think, so you can get rid of oh. this preconception. Oh, so I'm almost, like, almost answering this question directly for, yeah. for something that will actually happen. Yes. Okay, then I'll try and give a halfway decent answer. Okay. Okay, he writes, hey, I know you and your little clan have been to many conventions. I have not. This is mine and probably others on the forum's first convention. So I was wondering, is there any advice you can give us? What to bring, what not to bring? Is it a mistake to bring something for someone to sign? Should I bring bags? I heard people saying to bring water. I need a glass of water right now. Me too, man. Podcasting Mm. isn't easy. No, it's not. Well, I'm assuming you're talking about anime next because... I don't know, because I think you live in New York. <laughs> but this can apply to any conventions it that can. you may attend. Really? Yes. Mary, what is your first bit of advice for conventions? Okay. This is Bathe the joke. all three days. <laughs> okay, beyond bathing. Oh, yeah, because I was going to go along those lines, which was just that, which was just bring deodorant. And that's the joke lots of people like to make these days. Like, what should I bring to a con? You say, bring deodorant. The problem is, it still needs to be said. Oh, yeah. I don't feel happy saying that. But you probably already know that. I'm assuming you're a clean kind of guy. <laughs> so, assuming <laughs> that's that... one hell of an assumption. <laughs> I like to think the best of people before I meet them. Yes. Anywho, um, what to bring to cons... Uh, I still make this mistake, which is I overpack. Yeah. I bring, maybe that's just the nature of my gender. <laughs> I bring too much clothes. Everybody that I likes to bring need. two weeks worth of clothing to every convention. Um, just bring um, as little as possible because you never know what floor you're going to get stuck on. And what you're going to leave with, too. Exactly. Assuming that you go to the dealer's room and walk out with one hell of a, a haul. You're not going to want to deal with your luggage and your bags of booty. Booty car. Booty car. So, <laughs> I make joke. <laughs> so, pack, pack frugally 
if that's a phrase. I don't know if I use that word properly. I think so. so. Okay. Um, what else is good to bring? Well, I'm going to answer now. Okay. Mary monopolizing the convention's answer. Yeah, I'm not some big con expert. I only go to three cons. I'm going to go with this whole water route. Now, Mary can attest to this. All I do is drink. Water. All day long. So if you're like me and you're constantly drinking stuff, definitely bring yourself some water. The hotel rooms will typically have like either uh, the bucket of ice or maybe even a mini fridge. Get yourself a case of soda, a case of water, bring it. Because that shit is expensive at the con. It's like three bucks for a bottle of water. Fuck that. Bring my own. Bring your own regular snacks too. Yeah. Because you get hungry Mm. a lot and it's nice to just go to home base. Yeah. Which is your hotel room and just eat a little something instead of overpriced uh, restaurant or con food. Something that we learned from a friend and started doing but then never actually ate them was bringing a loaf of bread and peanut butter for peanut butter sandwiches. We probably wasted three... Three loaves of bread and, like, two or three cans of peanut butter. So we may not do the idea, but maybe you can. Yeah, but if you like that, because food's expensive at cons, that's the problem. You're just constantly going to be going out to eat, like, across the street. Especially Anime Next, there's that whole, um, like, food court area. Yeah. But that's kind of nice. You're going to want to go out to eat for a little bit. Julian? Yeah, I'm here. Well, what's your answer? Well, I I don't know. I mean, if for, for like, cons and stuff? Yeah. Uh, What do you like to bring? I like to bring... Uh, Besides well, your sexy man-beast figure. Well, that there is that. And, of course, there's clothing. There's necessary <laughs> toiletries. No, I do not bring clothing. I should be pantsless for the entire convention. Oh, I actually, one year I that. did, when it was uh, up in Rye, New York, I think, I did just uh, wander around my slippers the whole time because you didn't have to leave the hotel. It's awesome. But anyways, go ahead. Um, I so, totally derailed you. <laughs> yeah. You destroyed me. Well, bring money. Money is an important thing. <laughs> it and is. it sucks to, you know, have to run to an ATM or figure out where one is because you don't always know where they are. And don't rely the same- on them having money in them. Right. And the, at the same time, don't bring too much money because you don't want to go overboard with spending. Maybe if you have the resources, that's okay. But you want to, you know, th- do things within reason, basically. You know, you don't want to come home and find out you spend way more than you thought you intended to. You're this going ex- to, regardless. Yeah, if yeah you're probably going to expend more than you intend to. So, you know, just you know, plan ahead, bring a decent amount of money, but try not to spend too much. This isn't speaking from experience, but uh, at least in terms of, you know, overspending. But do be careful, because yeah. it can get out of hand pretty quick. It can. Especially if you've never been to a con, and you go in that dealer's room for the first time, and you're kind of like, oh, Look at all this fun stuff. And I mean, I mean I've been to Japan, so some of the stuff is more like, "Oh, hey, I haven't had this since I was in Japan. Maybe I'll just drink this." <laughs> Pokari sweat is um uh, it's kind of a sports drink and I don't like it that much, but things like pokey, which is a fun snack. I also miss the more exotic flavors of Kit Kat. Okay. <laughs> Mary, do you have any other advice? Oh, I just want to address his other part of the question where he yes. says, is it a mistake to bring something for someone to sign? If you're talking about like actual, you know, voice actors oh, yeah, or people that'll be there, I definitely recommend being, uh, Taking something something for when you go on, like, the signing line. I personally have never done it because there hasn't been anyone I wanted to see. That's not true. There was Midori Kawa at one convention, but we never... All I need to do is hear him, and I was like, oh, yeah. 
But you didn't get anything signed by him. Yeah. It's okay. I well, stopped into see. his hotel room that night. So who who's who's there this year? There's, <laughs> Julie didn't uh, even listen to me. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Never know. mind. Go ahead. He's just being gay. Don't worry about it. I don't know who the guests are. There's um a couple of directors. There actually there. are some Japanese guests for. Yeah. yeah there's there's uh there's Rintaro. Who yes. Is, uh, he's he's worked on a lot of stuff. He's um worked on uh, Astro Boy under Osamu Tezuka. He's uh, if you've seen the uh, adaptation of Tezuka's work, Metropolis, he was with that along with the director of Akira. But there's a lot of other stuff that he's been into, but I don't remember it all. Well, for uh, um, dub Funimation fans, I believe Laura Bailey is going to be there, and she was Chibi Trunks. And Vic, how do you say his last name? Binogna? Binogna? Broly. Yeah. <laughs> Ed from yeah, Full that, Metal Alchemist. He's a cool guy. Here's my little guy. Vic story from last year. I was setting Binogna, up the uh, AMV contest. I think it was our main showing. And I was just setting up the computer and just setting everything up. And this really cool guy comes up who's wearing a Green Day shirt and he's got some chippy with him. And he's like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, this is the AMV contest. And he goes, oh, cool. There are going to be any uh, Full Metal Alchemist videos? I said, yeah, yeah, there's a few videos in there. And he gets all excited and he's like, yes, it's going to be great. And he like runs up and he sits down in the seat and he's all excited. And then after I set everything up, I was like, that looks familiar. And I looked in the book. And I was like, "Oh, that's Ed." <laughs> so there's my story. Yeah, if from you're last year. if you're a fan of dub voice actors, Anime Next has lots of them, and they're all very willing and ready to give out autographs. So if you're into that sort of thing, definitely bring something to be signed. Yeah. So those two will be there, and if you're listening to this show, you probably know their names at least in passing. So that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll bring some like Broly DVD cases or something. That'd just be kind of neat. Mm. I guess that's it. Does anyone have any last-minute advice? Not that the con's not in three or four weeks or anything, so we can still talk about it. Oh, I got advice. It's not necessarily stuff to bring or not bring, but it's general advice. Okay. When you're in an elevator with a lot of otaku, oh God, yes. don't comment on how the elevator's going slow or we how it's full. We fucking know. We know. We're in the elevator with you. We know how slow the elevator is. We know that it's hot and stinky and crowded. Dear otaku, please stop trying to be funny on an elevator. Yes. You're not funny. <laughs> yes. Ah. Well, it happens when you get a lot of people who are very... Excited. And socially inept. <laughs> Mary, you're not supposed to say it. You get to an age like me where you don't fucking care what comes out of your mouth anymore. Uh, Unicorn! <laughs> like that! Like sparkles and Julia flowers. doesn't care either. Oh, alright. We need to end this. We're just going to do the one email this week because it's uh, relevant to things and we talked for quite a bit. If you would like to send us emails or questions, anything you want to know or comment about, please feel free to do so. Hop over to the website and the contact link is over on the left-hand side. You go to that page, you find all the addresses you need, all the information, all the directions, uh, naked picture of Julian, ah, and unicorn, and oh, have I not uploaded that latest version yet? Well, I mean to do that later. I'll take care of that. Everything will be cool. Don't worry about it. So go ahead and do that. <laughs> Send us emails. We'll try to answer a few emails every week, no matter uh, what you're saying. Also send the audio emails to MP3s. We will answer those as well. And we'll play them. And you get to be famous for like 30 seconds. Awesome. Is that it? Oh, okay. I got a plug. Plug? I got a plug, man. What's your plug? If you haven't done so already, please check out episode 50 of Otaku Generation, where Mike yes. and I were guests. We talk a little bit about fandom in DBZ and AMVs and stuff like that. Yeah, so if you need a little more Mike and Mary content, sadly, Julian is far, far away and 
Do not come with us. So it's just the two of us. If you're dying, just like, oh, I have to listen to more Mike and Mary. And there's not enough. And oh, just grab that episode of Otaku Generation. There will be a link to it in the show notes for this episode. So check it out. Is that your plug? That's my plug. All right. Do we have anything else to plug? Anime Next, we just talked about it. There'll be a link to that. AnimeNext.org. We talked about releases. We talked about news. And I'm now Vegerot EX. And uh, so, is that it? Let's even see the episode. What episode was this? 28, sir. Was it 28? Thank you, lowly minion. When do I become the minion? Uh, just now. Perfect. I decline. Now, by the time you listen to this, it will probably be Monday. Hopefully not Tuesday morning, Monday. But you have enough things in here. It'll be worth it. It'll be very awesome. I guess that's it. End the episode. Okay. So, Mary, where can you be found? I can be found at Temple O Trunks. That's T-E-M-P-L-E-O. T-R-U-N-K-S dot com. Temple O Trunks. Fantastic. Good job. I can spear. I'm glad. Julian and I can be found at www.daizex.com. That's daizex.com. You sound so sexy when you say that address. You're scaring me, Mike. You think that's scary? Just wait till we hit stop the recording. I'm going to go now. I am Vigerot EX, and uh, I've got a witch man at me. You might get hurt. Daisenchu EX, Vodocast, Daisu Made, Otanoshimini. Vigerot!